My gluttonous husband eats all the food meant for me and the kids, so I show him what hunger feels like. Here's what happened. Subscribe to Am I the Jerk on YouTube and hit the bell for notifications. This might sound silly, but my husband loves food. Not gaming, not YouTube. His weakness is food. I don't hold this against him in any way, but he eats a lot. He's fit and regularly attends the gym. But sometimes I'd find myself cooking bigger portions of food because he'd attempt to eat from our daughter's plates, leaving them still hungry. We always run out of snacks as well, so there are times when I have to cook twice a day. Yesterday at 4 p.m., I was out with the girls to get new haircuts. I had already prepared dinner and left it in the fridge till we got back. I told my husband that I put his portion aside for when he got back from the gym so he could go ahead and eat if me and the girls were going to be late. I called him from the salon and he said he got home and had his dinner and was doing some work in his office. At 8pm, me and the girls returned home, and I quickly went into the kitchen to reheat dinner because we were so hungry. I opened the fridge and the food I prepared was gone. I asked him and he said he felt hungry after eating early and ate our dinner. I was angry, but kept thinking what were we going to eat? I kept looking for another option, and when I asked about other foods, he kept shaking his head saying we already ran out of this and ran out of that. I bluntly said he was selfish to eat the girl's dinner. He said he couldn't help it, he's always hungry. I went to order food from the restaurant for just me and the girls. When our order arrived, I called the girls and sat to eat. A few minutes later, he walked out of the office and was upset that we didn't call him to join us for dinner. I told him he already had dinner, not once, but twice, and that I did not include him in our order since he's already ate. He lashed out saying that I was doing this deliberately, ordering from his favorite restaurant, pretty much all restaurants are his favorite, and that I was excluding him from dinner and teaching the girls to treat him as though he was unwanted at the dinner table. I called him selfish. This dinner was for me and the girls, since he already ate our previous dinner that I spent time making. He admitted he was wrong to eat our dinner, and said he felt bad afterwards, but said it was totally worth it. There's no doctor, therapist, or pastor that could help him out with this problem. He's just a man who loves food. But I was behaving passive-aggressive towards him and implying that him liking food is a problem, which is incorrect. We argued for a while and then he went back into the office, saying I should feel bad for excluding him from our meal. Needless to say, he hasn't spoken to me ever since, and keeps teasing the girls about no longer sharing his snacks with them since they were okay with me excluding him from dinner. Am I the jerk here? Uh, no. I think your husband actually has something wrong with him. Like, has he been to the doctor? Does he have a tapeworm? Does he have a little alien growing inside him that just absorbs half the food he eats? Maybe he's pregnant. I don't know. But something's up. How can you eat essentially four dinners and still be hungry? Seriously, something's wrong here. Beyond her husband's potential health issue, though, he is just being a jerk. You knew that food was for your daughters, and you chose to go ahead and eat it anyway. You could have made something else for yourself if you were really that hungry. But the way he's describing it really does make me think something might be wrong with him. Please, go to a doctor. I fixed my girlfriend's parents' internet router, and now they think I watch gay adult content. My girlfriend's parents are not very tech-savvy. 
so she offered to help her dad connect to the router. She wanted to connect using the WPS button, but on this model router, it's also the reset button if you hold it. She managed to reset their router completely. Her mom was going off at her, so she rushed home to grab me and I went to go fix it. Her mom gave me a little book of emails and passwords and I went through the setup steps by connecting to the ISP and setting a Wi-Fi password. Everything seemed fine, so I went to test it in Google by doing a quick smash of the keys and pressing enter. Nice, we're connected. My job is done. My girlfriend's mom then came around my side of the table to grab the little book of emails and passwords again. She paused for a while while looking at my laptop, and there it was. One of the search results of my random smash of the keyboard happened to be a gif of gay adult content from a very popular adult website. I then tried to explain what had happened, thinking it was a pretty funny coincidence, but that just made the whole thing even more awkward. So my soon-to-be in-laws now think I watch gay adult content. They probably think I was a jerk playing a prank on them or something. Um, that is a very unfortunate coincidence, but I have to agree, it is also pretty funny. It's a shame your future in-laws couldn't see the humor in it. I would think it's pretty obvious, though, that that wasn't your intention when you were typing in that specific search. You very clearly just would have hit a bunch of keys, and I'm sure she could see that in the search bar. Like, come on, relax. We all know what's out there on the internet. My cheating boyfriend's mother called me begging me to take him back, and then said that she was just too upset to talk. So, I found out my now ex-boyfriend was cheating on me, and gave him a few hours to pack some essentials and leave my house. Not going to lie, I was shattered by this whole thing, and my only thought was getting him out and changing my locks. This was the man I thought I was going to marry. He's on more than one occasion trying to talk me into eloping. I'd turn my entire life upside down time and time again for him and his family, because of that ugly little thing called love. I packed the pups up and went to my parents while he packed. Cue the phone call from his mom. She's sobbing. I'm sobbing. She's telling me how sorry she is, and please can't I forgive him. He has nowhere to go. She said some awful things about him actually, but under it all was that undercurrent of me letting this go because he loves you and I need to take him back and work it out. Yeah, he also loves his new little side piece too according to his chats, but I digress. When I don't budge, she sobs that she is too upset to talk. I'm sorry, which one of us got cheated on? She then tells me she'll call me back before she hangs up. She then calls my mother and almost word for word repeats it all to her. I don't know if she realized I was sitting right there with her. The only difference is she tries to guilt my mom into talking to me about forgiving him because he has nowhere to go. He's in a hotel. He has to stay in a hotel. He can't afford that. She has to forgive him. When my mother informed her that that really isn't any of our concern right now, I'm too upset to talk. I'll call you back. It's been over a week. I don't think either of us are getting that call back. I'm just glad to be done with that jerk. Yeah, that's unfortunate that that happened, but at least you found out before the wedding. Things would have been a lot harder on everyone involved if it was after the fact. 
all I can really say on this one is you move forward and you'll find someone better. This is kind of a blessing in disguise. It hurts now, but now you're done with that person and you can move on and hopefully find someone better. It is kind of sad he had to get his mom to call and apologize and beg to take him back, though. That's a little much. I refuse to lend my car to my irresponsible sister. I, 28-year-old female, recently got a new car, and I'm really proud of it. It's my first big purchase, and I've worked hard to save up for it. My sister, 25, is aware of this, and has been hinting that she wants to borrow it for a road trip she's planning with her friends. Now, my sister has a history of being irresponsible with borrowed items. She's returned things damaged or not at all in the past. Considering the sentimental value attached to my car, I'm hesitant to lend it to her. I've expressed my concerns to her, but she insists that she'll be careful and promises to return it in the same condition. The thing is, I don't fully trust her. I've seen her reckless driving habits and know how she treats her own car. Additionally, my car insurance doesn't cover other drivers. So if anything were to happen, I'd be left dealing with the consequences. When I declined her request, my sister became upset and accused me of being selfish and stingy. She argued that family should support each other, especially in times of need. Our parents are also pressuring me to let her borrow the car, claiming it's just a one-time favor. I feel torn. On one hand, I understand the importance of family and helping each other out. However, I can't shake off the feeling that something might go wrong, and I don't want to risk my car. Am I a jerk for refusing to lend my car to my sister? I don't really think you're a jerk for this one. All of your arguments seem perfectly justified. The one big thing is that she's not on your insurance. God forbid something happened. Not even her fault. There would be big problems. At the end of the day, she's not the only driver on the road. She can be as careful as she wants. If some other jerk screws up on the road and runs into her, it's still a problem. Obviously less of a problem than if she was at fault, but still, it's going to be an issue. And she has her own car. I don't understand why she wants yours so much. I mean, you say she's going away with a couple of friends, so maybe yours has more space. But that doesn't mean that she's entitled to it. My cousin thought it would be funny to prank her bridal party, so I've decided I no longer want to be a part of it. I'm a 26-year-old female and my cousin, 29, got engaged a few months ago and asked me to be a bridesmaid. I was so excited to accept. Her sister, 32, is the maid of honor, and there are three other bridesmaids. The date is set for April 2024. On April 1st of this year, she sent a PDF to the bridesmaids group chat that really made me angry. It was a list of wedding party responsibilities, rules, and regulations. It included a picture of the bridesmaid dresses that we'd be wearing. They were hideous. And she told us that we'd have to pay $800 for them and that they only went up to a size 8. So anyone bigger than that would need to lose weight before the wedding. That also made me angry because I wear a size 10. But also, she's like a size 12, so even bigger than me. Here are some of the other ridiculous things she added. None of us were allowed to be tanner than her for the wedding, so she told us that none of us could spend significant time in the sun for the next year. She wanted to have longer hair than all of her bridesmaids, so she said that we'd all have to cut our hair to our shoulders or shorter. 
She wanted to do a choreographed dance with all of us and insisted that we go to three-hour dance classes with her every Sunday until the wedding, a year away. She also said that she wanted her bachelorette party to be in Paris and that we would all need to chip in 3K. There was more, but I was so angry, I stopped reading and muted the chat for a few hours. I was so livid and hurt that I decided to drop out of the wedding party, but I didn't say anything right away. The next day, I checked the group chat again and everyone else had been chatting about how funny the bride's prank was. Apparently at the bottom of the PDF it said April Fools, but I hadn't read that far because I was so mad. Everyone else thought it was hilarious, but it still really rubbed me the wrong way. I reached out to the bride to tell her how much this hurt my feelings, and she did apologize. But even though it's been almost two months, I'm still really angry. I decided this week that I no longer want to be a bridesmaid because of the mean-spirited prank, and I told my cousin. Now, she's really hurt and angry, and the maid of honor and other bridesmaids and some of my family members are blowing up my phone, saying that I'm overreacting to an innocent prank. But I believe that pranks are only funny if the recipient finds them funny. And I definitely didn't. So am I the jerk? At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity. And the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. I'm gonna have to go with, yeah, you're being a jerk on this one. It was not a mean-spirited prank in any way. She clearly thought everything on this list was just as ridiculous as you did and wasn't asking that of anyone. The fact that she would make a joke like this would mean she would never ask this of anyone. I really don't understand why you're so upset about it. I get at first you didn't know it was a joke, but once you found out, I would think that you would have let it go. And now two months later, you're still hanging on to it. It just seems completely unreasonable on your end. There's something else going on here. Something else in this hurt you. You specifically lashed out at the bride on the comment about dress sizes. I don't know, maybe your weight is a sensitive issue for you, but you're bringing in some kind of outside thing to this. This was not the bride's intention at all. It was an innocent joke. You need to let it go.
I got accused of being a jerk for standing up during a Beyonce concert. So I'm a huge Beyonce fan and have been my whole life, especially being a Houston, Texas native. This was my first time being able to afford a ticket to her show, and I'm currently living back and forth between Sweden and the States. I've never been to a concert in Sweden, and I was very shocked at how unlively the crowd was. Really, no dancing or singing from most people in my section, closest non-GA to the stage. But I was out of my seat, singing and having a blast as soon as the show started, and a woman and her partner behind me asked if I could sit down so they could be able to see. I assumed since she was starting the show with ballads, I was doing a bit much and apologized and sat. But once the energy picked back up, I was back up on my feet dancing. There were two other people in my row doing the same. I honestly had the time of my life and even cried a bit. Ridiculous, I know. When the show was over and I turned to leave, the lady said, You're not the only one who paid for this, you know? Is that how they act in your village? And I was too stunned to say anything back. I could understand if this were an orchestra concert or something, but her latest album is focused on house music and the ballroom scene, which is very lively. This happened weeks back, but I can't even enjoy my memories of the experience because I keep getting this pit in my stomach, feeling like I ruined someone else's experience. Am I the jerk? Sadly, yes, you are the jerk in this situation. While I completely understand that you're a huge Beyonce fan and you're so excited to be at her concert, you just want to move around and have a great time. You need to understand that you're in a different country where people behave different socially. Apparently, in Sweden, it's more the norm to just stay in your seat and enjoy the show. You say there were two other people in your row dancing, but how many people were sitting? That's what you need to be paying attention to. You unfortunately did ruin this show for the people behind you. They asked you politely, and in your excitement, you got back up and were doing it again. I totally understand, but yes, you were being a jerk. I straight up told my sister-in-law that just because she's a doctor doesn't mean she's better than everyone else. I, 34-year-old male, hosted a dinner party with my wife, 32-year-old female, for my entire family. It included my sister, 30-year-old female, her wife, 33-year-old female, and their two kids, 5-year-old girl and 3-year-old boy. There were also other family members, including my cousins, aunts, etc. My sister-in-law is a doctor. She absolutely loves that, and is a bit of an arrogant person when it comes to that. For instance, she goes all out to comment on every supplement my mom takes, and tells her which one's necessary and which one isn't. Or told my wife about a few things when she was pregnant, despite the fact that she's not an OBGYN, she's a cardiologist. After dinner, one of our youngest cousins, who just started college last year, was talking to my sister-in-law about her career. She went into detail about it, how hard it was, how rewarding and special it was, and how no matter what others said, the stress they were under could not be compensated for financially. She was talking as if she was the only one with a job, and other people are just wasting their time. This is how she is all the time. I had about enough of it. I told her the fact that she's a doctor doesn't make her better than anyone, and that she was acting like she was the only one who did something that mattered here. She just laughed and asked me what my deal was. I called her out on her behavior. I said she's just a person, and I don't care what she does for work. 
My sister lightened the situation, but later called me a jerk for taking a shot at her wife and told me she was disappointed in me. My wife is on my side. Was I being a jerk? Strictly based on this interaction, I'm going to say yes, you were being a jerk. You kind of snapped off on her when she was just having a conversation. Being a doctor is no small thing. I understand how if it's something that comes up all the time and it feels like it's being shoved down your throat that it can get annoying. I feel like this is definitely a straw that broke the camel's back situation. It was something small that you've kind of made into this big deal. The fact that you're saying your wife is on your side is kind of the only thing that's giving me a little bit of hope for you here. That maybe you are right and this is a reoccurring annoying behavior. But like I said, looking at this contained situation, all I see is you acting like a jerk. Don't make a chicken out of a feather. I told my husband I don't want him coming home for lunch anymore. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a one-year-old and my husband sometimes likes to come home for lunch. It's a hassle because at the time he has his lunch, it's also our baby's nap time. So you can imagine how annoying it is when she's about to fall asleep, but up she bounces when her dad comes through the door. It's even harder to put her down after he leaves because now she's grumpy and tired. Also, he has an hour of lunch, so it's 20 minutes to get home, 20 minutes to eat, then 20 minutes to drive back. He'll leave a mess taking out his lunch and dirtying the dishes, and then it's up to me to clean up after him and sweep up the dirt from his boots. Which is even more annoying when I had already finished cleaning that half of the house, and now I have to do it again. I finally had it today when I had to mop the floor in the kitchen after I told him it was wet and he got his muddy boots on it. He asked me why I was annoyed, and I told him, why do you think I always pack a lunch for you? So you can have lunch at work. He seemed hurt by this and just threw the rest of his food away, again caking mud on the floor I just mopped. Then he left. I've cooled down since then and now I just feel like a jerk. So am I a jerk for feeling this way? Or am I a jerk for the way I chose to say my words? I don't think you're being a jerk at all. I think you just have a lot on your plate and there's some communication missing here. Your husband's driving 40 minutes during his lunch to see you for 20 minutes. I think he just wants to spend time with you and the baby. There's nothing wrong with that, but you're right that you don't need him coming in and waking up the baby right after you put them down, or messing up the house that you just cleaned. I get that that would be frustrating, but there just needs to be some communication here. I think that would honestly solve all of the problems. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all of our stories, linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, give Am I the Genius a shot, linked in the description as well. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.